Welcome to the Milestones Motivation and Money Podcast, hosted by Angel Radcliffe. Tune in as we discuss finances, success stories, and inspiring vibes that will help nurture growth. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, I have two very special guests, Nikki Howard and Jackie Wright, owners of the Furlough Cheesecake. Um, I had the pleasure of interviewing you both last year, shortly after your new business venture. And here we are almost two years later. So I wanted to do more of a follow-up interview, which is more open and allows consumers to get to know you both on a different level. So welcome and thanks so much for agreeing to be here today. Thank you for having me. For for people who are listening, I want to remind those of what you all were doing before you jumped into full-blown entrepreneurship. And I'll, I'll give the floor to Nikki. Okay, yes. Right before uh, we started our business, we were both federal employees. I worked for the FDA in human resources, and I had been there. I had just returned back to federal service and had been there about three years. And my sister, Jackie. I was working as an analyst at the Department of Justice. And I was actually approaching 21 years. And for those who are not familiar with early last year, of course, they're both, they both were government employees. And if you don't recall, it was the largest government shutdown in history, 35-day government shutdown, which put many people out of work and out of pay for that time. During that time, that's when this idea of the furlough cheesecake was birthed. And it's, it's so amazing to see where you guys are now compared to even early last year, the huge takeoff. I really want to get into discussing what has that first year of business been like for you all? When we first started our business, we had absolutely no idea what it was going to turn into. And it was a roller coaster for sure. Being owners of a small business in itself, there's so many unknown variables. And we started a cheesecake business. And my sister says we went from bakery to full-fledged business owners in what? Bake sale to like, bakery. Like in days? Within it, days. So we... It was, we had so many things that we needed to learn very quickly. Thank God we um, know how to do research and find answers. And we're not afraid to seek help and assistance. It was a whirlwind. And our personal relationship had gone through so many metamorphoses during that time as well. I said metamorphoses during that time as well. We had a light. Sissy, what you think? It was one of the toughest adjustments we ever made. Also, one of the greatest rewards ever. But we definitely started out, in my mind, actually, as a bake sale effort to be able to survive during the furlough. And it turned into a bakery overnight, literally. And so you said it. We had to catch up with the business, but God provided. So thankfully, we're still here. Yes, especially with this crazy year that we've had. Starting out... And experiencing the beginning points and pains of entrepreneurship and going through that first year of business, do you feel as though the government shutdown and that first year prepared you for COVID (laughs) and this pandemic and the effect that it's had on business owners? I absolutely do believe it prepared us. Whoever would have thought something like this could happen, but having jumped out there on faith last year to start this business 
when COVID came, we had to do what we did then. And that was shift and make some decisions and just go for it and just really just persevere through the changes that we could not control. So it very much, I believe, prepared us for this pandemic now, the furlough did. It's funny because I think that on a emotional and spiritual level, we were definitely prepared for anything because we know that we don't necessarily control what's in front of us. We just have a little bit of faith and do all that we can and watch God do the rest. However, this is such a unique circumstance that we all around the world find ourselves in, and it changes daily. Now we're going into phase two and three and pedaling backwards again during this pandemic. We literally just have to be pliable and ready to shift and move, like Sissy said, because things change so quickly and you've got to make sure that you can adapt and reinvent in some cases. That's why a lot of businesses, unfortunately, can't hold on because the changes just happen almost overnight and you have to be able to pivot and move. And in some circumstances, it's just not feasible. And that's a very good point because just a few weeks ago, I recorded a podcast on pivoting. So many people don't understand that, especially if you're a business owner, how you have to adapt to change and you really have to uh, pivot in order to survive. And we look at the last nine months that we've been in this pandemic. Many people are still taking, taking it very seriously and quarantining and not leaving the house. But then on the other hand, people who are getting up and who are traveling. But when we look at businesses and we look at the number of businesses that have closed down, that have failed, that have had zero revenues during this pandemic, you wonder why didn't they pivot? Or even the businesses who were not putting themselves into this digital presence, that's actually a huge thing that that you have to be a part of for something like COVID. If no one's able to come to your store physically, how else can they find you? Or if you're a business owner and you're used to meeting those at conferences or face-to-face, you have to really adapt to the change and maybe get into the live streaming and So pivoting is one of those things that you have to be ready to do and think about those new ideas of how you can change your business. And I think that's a very strong point and should be a requirement for entrepreneurship. It should. And sometimes as business owners, we um, don't want to let people know what we don't know. We're kind of uncomfortable showing our weaknesses and feel vulnerable when we don't have a clue on what to do. So I think it's important to surround yourself with people that you can have conversations with and be vulnerable and be transparent in some spaces because it's not easy to reinvent yourself overnight, especially when things keep changing. So I can understand where people will get stuck, but we have to be able to reach out and get some help and assistance and do real research and try to figure out how we can make our business as it stands profitable in the circumstance that continues to change. Definitely. Thinking about this time last year, uh, right before the holiday season, how can you compare your business then to now? So we're approaching Thanksgiving. We're one week before Thanksgiving and then a few weeks before Christmas. Has that been a good time or was last year a good time of business for you around the holidays? Well, it's very different now because we are in our first storefront. So we have, people have more access to us. So it feels a little more busy to me with folk calling us and wanting to come in and place orders and such. But it's been a, wow, this time last year, we were not in our own space. So 
the blessing for us now we actually have our own space where we greet customers they pick up and make purchases daily so it's very different it's it is busy thankfully so that i i see this time actually is a better place than we were last year and our menu has evolved some too so we have minis that are available here in our store which is individual servings so we have customers being able to come in and get individual servings with our minis we have different menu options that are available although the sweet potato cheesecake um, which started the business is our top seller during thanksgiving and we've added a pecan crumble toppings so customers can get a little twist on the sweet potato. This year is definitely, there are many more options out there for our customers than last year. So we're excited about this Thanksgiving season. That's awesome. So that's so amazing to have your own storefront, especially with the type of business that you both are in. Now, I know last year, when we spoke, it was still around the time of the shutdown. Now you both are fully relieved from your government jobs and it's full-blown entrepreneurship. Are there other family members who've made this dedication to help out with the business full-time? Oh my goodness, yes. I think our whole families, unfortunately, have been dragged into the furlough cheesecake. They they are here daily. My This is Nikki. My children come every day. My husband, when he's available, he comes and chips in. I'm looking across at a family friend that we've known since elementary school who is here today. And we have lots of family and friends. My nephews, Jackie's children come in. So it is definitely a family um, affair, our father, our mother, you name it. They're related to us siblings. Everybody has chipped in and um, the furlough cheesecake is definitely a family affair. That sounds amazing. Just to be able to have that support from your family, because when you look at people who step out on faith and start their own business, sometimes you don't have that support from friends and family because people don't understand that world of entrepreneurship or or some people will, will ask why you're taking such a risk and, and waiting for this business revenues to come in instead of a constant paycheck. And I like to tell people it's the excitement. If you have a passion to do something, you're going to do it no matter what. And money should not necessarily be the driver for for that. So aside from your family, how many staff would you all say are on hand? The family is the staff. (laughs) Aside from from the family, I just one person that's not related by by blood some sort of way in our family. But we've known her since high school. So she counts as family. Okay, so so including family, (laughs) how many people are we talking here? (laughs) Okay, so on a daily basis, let me think now. We have 10 plus 1, 11. 12, 13 family members. Wow. Thinking back to the beginning of COVID and the shutdown, were you all required to close your storefront? So we didn't open until we were slammed in the middle of the pandemic. So our store opened July 30th, National Cheesecake Day, 2020. So we've been open for three months. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you so much for for that clarification. And I don't know, I don't really know what is going on in that area in regards to curfew and shutdown, but you, right now you're looking at like Chicago and New York and and Los Angeles, and they're coming out with these strict rules uh, because it's the fall, it's getting colder and they're expecting these COVID numbers to rise. If something happens in your area, in the DC area, and they're saying, okay, we have to shut down. I know that there's essential businesses that are required to stay open or allowed to stay open. Are you all under that essential business category then? Yes, we are. And right now they are rolling out stricter provisions and 
we've decided in our area, you have to cut down capacity. We have an indoor dining area. We decided to go ahead and close the dining area to customers just to make sure we keep everybody safe. So people most certainly can come into the store at this time. We have the social distancing markers on the floor to make sure everyone stays at least six feet apart. We keep the door open to bring fresh air in when the weather permits, although it's getting colder, so the door is closed right now. But we have the sanitizing station so people can sanitize before they reach the counter, sanitize when they're leaving the store. We keep a few masks if people do not, for whatever reason, and it's mandatory in the state to wear your mask. But we have some on hand for people. And of course, they can't enter the store without wearing a mask. So we're following all the provisions. And if something were to happen and we had to make a move and just off a curbside, we'll do that. Now we're on delivery platforms. We are on Grubhub. We'll be on Uber Eats and some of those others really soon. So we want to be able to continue to provide um, the furlough cheesecake as things go forward, because we know we launched a campaign, One Million Slices, to provide a smile to essential workers and people as we're going through the pandemic. We want people to smile. We want to deliver our cheesecake and just bring a little bit of light in a time of darkness. So we want to keep going and we'll do whatever we need to do to make sure we're staying within the mandates for safety reasons and um, also trying to make sure our customers get our cheesecake. That sounds amazing. I love that you all are taking those precautions and having the mask available uh, because I can't tell you how many times you get out of your car or you drive to the store even and then you look in, in your purse or some people are keeping their mask hanging on their mirror in their car and you're like, oh, I forgot my mask. <laughs> I love it. I love when businesses are doing that. Or if, I don't know if you all have seen the memes online where the person is walking like halfway to the store and you realize you forgot your mask. And so now you have to turn around. <laughs> Definitely this year has just been totally different. I think if, if we're looking at, if we're comparing where we are right now in 2020 to this time last year and everyone's walking around with a mask or even just one person, you walk into a store with a mask, I think people would have looked at us like we were crazy. <laughs> now, exactly. now it's the norm. And we think about how long is this going to be going on where you, you can't see your face. And for women, some of us, that's an issue, especially if you want to wear a lipstick or don't ever try to, I don't know if you guys have tried this, but some one day I, I totally forgot that we're in this whole world of masks now. And I just wanted to feel cute. I was tired of being at home in pajamas and lounge clothes. So I was like, I'm going to get cute. I'm going to put on some lipstick. And my niece was with me and she says, why are you putting on lipstick? She was like, it's going to get messed up with your mask. <laughs> I had that mask on and took it off and my whole face was a mess. Lipstick was like all around my mouth. <laughs> and, and we got caught in the opposite. It was funny because we're used to covering up so you forget about those little things that you would do every single day. Mm -hmm. And we had to speak with someone and they asked us to remove our masks. And I panicked. I said, oh, Lord, I, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> and, and that was an interview. Yes. So we, we were being filmed and we had to go and try to figure out remember how to fix our faces because that, yes. we hadn't been doing it and the oh, interview wow. we believe is going to be archived so it's going to be available to so many for a long time and I literally said oh I don't even have I used to keep an emergency makeup kit in my purse I didn't even have that because these masks have taken over you get up wash your face put some lotion on and keep it moving oh, yes, very definitely <laughs> That That is so funny. And when I think about cheesecake, I think about it as more of one of those family desserts, one of those holiday desserts. But 
looking at who your customer base is and the orders that you all have taken, have you all had any orders for weddings or cheesecake? We have had requests. And back when the request came in, mm-hmm. we weren't quite ready to be able to accommodate the wedding. We have um, requests for birthday parties. We're now in a position where we can really accommodate those personal catering events. I can say we passed on that wedding. We had two, actually two different weddings. This come was pre-COVID. To- yes, pre-COVID. So now that we're in our space, we can accommodate weddings. We've done holiday parties, birthday parties. So we can do just about anything right now. Thank you, God. That's awesome. I was asking that question because I know with these COVID restrictions and with so many small businesses who've, I I wouldn't necessarily say completely fail, but don't necessarily even have the staff on hand. There's some people who chose not to go back to work. There are some people who can't really afford the storefront anymore without their business. We think about people who were planning to get married this year. And you look at some people have postponed their wedding. Some people have decided to still have a socially distant wedding, but they have issues. They end up having issues with the vendor. So some people haven't been able to get their, their normal like wedding cake order. I was wondering if that's been something that's come to a business like yours to have that alternative dessert or cake offering. We've actually had people who are hosting events and they purchase and then send it out um, to seven, several different locations so that they can all partake through Zoom or whatever online method they're using, but they have the cheesecakes dispersed to the different locations because they're all not available to be together. So we've also been able to accommodate companies and individuals that way as well. Well, a lot of people also come in and they love my sister. When when COVID presented itself, we had our storefront and she decided to put them in the minis, which are the cutest little round individual servings. So people actually purchase multiple ones of those in various flavors for parties because it is safer for people to be able to partake individually. So that has been working very well. People love them for birthday parties and such. So you all are shipping the cheesecakes as well. What has been the largest order that you all have received? To ship and uh, even in in your store, so even locally, what would you consider that largest order? We're actually on Saturday. We have an order for 400 minis going um, to our county, Prince George's County. Oh, wow. Um, there's a yeah women's event that our county executive puts on annually. We are able to provide 400 cheese of our mini cheesecakes to that event this Saturday. Thank God we're able to do big orders when they come in. That's amazing. And I want to talk about we don't know when the pandemic will be over, when COVID would be over, but uh, what would you say is one of the biggest lessons learned during COVID aside from pivoting? I can say that I have learned that you can never be too safe. How some people walk around and they don't think that this thing can touch home or they don't think that it's a big deal or I'm so young, it's, even if I get it, it's not going to matter. And, you know, that some of our mindsets aren't necessarily focused on others because it's really not just about me individually. It's about other people, too. And it's my responsibility to make sure that I keep myself safe so that in turn, it will help keep someone else safe. And here at the store, we make sure we go above and beyond to keep to do the best that we can to keep our community safe and to deliver quality products. So I know I learned for myself, just make sure that I do everything in my power to do everything in my power to make sure that we all stay safe. 
And I would say that don't take things for granted. Some of us are so very comfortable and complacent. And we take people for granted. We take our jobs, even the ability to be able to work during this time. Sometimes you don't know when things are going to happen. So I've learned to count my blessings, not to sweat the insignificant things. And the snap of a finger, everything can change as we've seen with this, this pandemic. So count your blessings, show gratitude, be grateful, and don't be so comfortable. Just don't be complacent. Just count your blessings. That's very good advice. And I was actually having a conversation um, with a colleague last night in regards to having this positive mindset where we're being thankful to what we have right now, even though the last nine months have been very crazy. And uh, we look at people who maybe lost their job or they've completely lost their business. And some people are in the process of possibly losing their homes come springtime. Uh, the people who haven't found work again or haven't been able to really supplement their uh, revenue losses. And we look at, I always tell people, look at the blessings that you've had this year instead of looking at the bad side. And so um, I was complaining. I have to say, I was complaining the first few months of, of COVID. I didn't know what was going on. I think we were all stressed and under a lot of anxiety. And I was just like, this is insane. And I have to have a transparent moment because I said, it was a very self selfish thing for me to look at uh, my travel life and some of the things that I was anticipating doing this year. And I was just upset that I couldn't travel. I was planning to go to Europe for 30 days. And then I look at it and I say, okay, that's really selfish because there's some people who can't afford to travel. There's some people who've never been to Europe and people will look at me and say, okay, that's first world problems. I just lost my job. <laughs> and right. so uh, we definitely want to think about the blessings that we have and, and be thankful for where we are in, in place of the negative things that have happened this year. So right. let me ask this question because I remember Early last year when you all were starting, it was a media frenzy. I remember seeing you all on almost every media platform. You all were even on Ellen. So when since you've had the storefront open, have you all had any celebrities come into the store to place an order or even for, uh, shipping an order to them? Can we say who? I don't know for sure. We've had some amazing business owners, I will say, famous hair care line to mm -hmm. place orders online, which was amazing that we were able to ship to New York, to her home. This was as a result of being on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine in the July, August issue, along with some other amazing uh, people on the cover. We were on the cover and we were one of the feature stories. So when she got the magazine and she saw it, she told people and sent out a, an IG about us. That was amazing. I didn't want to say her name. And we have had some people reach out, some well-known folks reach out on social media. And as COVID lets up, then we're sure we'll be able to do other exciting events and meet more wonderful people. Okay, great. That definitely sounds amazing. So thinking about the future for the furloughed cheesecake, um, you all mentioned that you have incorporated some new products. You're having the storefront now. What do you consider the next big milestone? The next big milestone. That's a good question. I know that I want to be able to spend time in this moment. Sometimes as small business people, we want to expand a little too quickly. If we haven't learned anything in that first year, 
we need to make sure that we pace ourselves as we grow. I would love for this store to be a multi-million dollar store to be able to help others set up and expand their dreams as well. So I'm comfortable where we are in terms of growing and expanding in this moment, in this space. I'm not too quick to want to jump out and take on something new. It's been three months in this store and we turn this into two years strong and hard and And then I think my brain will want to try to expand um, outside of where we are. Yeah, well, we we got a dose when we first started. When the business took off so fast, the visual that we saw was us literally running behind it, trying to hold on for dear life because it just, it grew so fast. We were not expecting the rapid growth in a matter of days. Yes, we are extremely cautious about moving too fast and even taking on requests that are too large for us to manage properly at this time. So we want to slow walk it. We don't want to, we don't ever want to go through the stress that we went through in the very beginning of the business. It was a good stress, but it was a stress nonetheless. That's right. We have in the recent future been comfortable saying no thank you to certain opportunities as they presented themselves because it was just too big. While we could have most certainly fulfilled it, but what would that have done to, the, to our quality of life and exactly. those around us? A lot of things suffered in the very beginning, physically, our bodies. It, it was very grueling, but it, even though it was good, nothing good comes easy. So we recognize we have to get our hands dirty in all of the processes. We've done every single thing, janitor, chef, you mm-hmm. name it, delivery person, it, it, whatever it was. But we know that in order to grow in a way where we can manage it all, we have to pace ourselves. So that was brilliantly stated. It, it is something that we can walk. Right. Walk. We can slow walk. It, not to say that we're not taking orders and not to say we don't have high ambitions. This store right here is going to outperform everybody everywhere because we're going to continue to deliver great cheesecakes, implement different marketing um, strategies, reach everyone around the country, but we can do that comfortably from inside of this space. So we're happy to be able to grow from here. I love that perspective. You always have to have that growth mindset, especially when you're thinking about your business and and entrepreneurship and um, trying to come up with different products and services. So with that being said, are there any new products that we should look forward to, or even, even you all offering a service? from your company? So I'm not sure last we spoke what flavors we had on our menu now. We have, of course, our sweet potato cheesecake, which started the business. We have our original cheesecake. We also have the chocolate affair and the strawberry affair. We have our key lime, which we call our key delicious. We have our lemonade cheesecake. It is on our menu here in the stores where customers can come and get minis of our lemonade. Our slogan has been, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. The government gave us a furlough, so we're making cheesecake. So lemonade has been one of our signatures here in the store. We also have Nana Pudding, our banana pudding cheesecake, and our cookie dream cheesecakes. So those are available. We're offering vegan um, cheesecake minis here in the store. We're going to put that online very soon. And gluten-free. So we're trying to make sure that everybody can enjoy our cheesecakes. And so for the holidays, we'll have, especially for Christmas. So for Thanksgiving, we did a couple of specials throughout the month. We did our salted caramel cheesecake in honor of Madam Vice President-Elect. Kamala. So we had our Kamala mail 
salted mm-hmm. caramel cheesecake. What'd you say, Sissy? Kamala Mel. Kamala Mel. I do that every time. We had I do a too. <laughs> caramel cheesecake. And we also had a butter pecan that we did um, as a special. And for Christmas, we have a couple of exciting specials that are going to come out, including our eggnog cheesecake. That'll make a return this year as well. So okay. pretty much on our, on our website, you'll see certain flavors that are on the menu. But my sister will come out, walk right past me, and stick in some flavors that just folk just go crazy for. We have so many different flavors she did not mention, but they make appearances when they make appearances. So in the store, people come in and they get strawberry lemonade, mango lime. They get all kinds. We've had peanut butter, peanut chocolate crunch. We've had all kinds of different flavors that make appearances all the time just because my sister's always in creative mode. So there are things that will be added, new offerings will be coming, and they will be announced on our website or via social media. Social media. media. Social media is where you can find our specials. Oftentimes, we'll take pictures. We'll do little fun things with any specials that we have available in the store. So following us on social media will definitely um, give you a glimpse of what happens inside of our store. Awesome. I love it. I was on the East Coast uh, a few times last year and then quite frequently before the shutdown. And one of my one of my friends who lives there actually had you your cheesecake, the original version. So I've tried that. I'm definitely going to place an order. I want to try the sweet potato. It sounds good. But even the lemonade, I'm going to order some of those and have my family try. We're to the end of the interview and in closing out, I always ask three questions to my guests as it relates to the title of the podcast, Milestones, Motivation, and Money. We'll start with question number one as to what motivates you. So this is Nikki. My family motivates me. Everything I do, I want to be an example and build a legacy for my children and my grandchildren. So Family is definitely my number one. Definitely family, I would say for me also, is the motivator for everything. They're worth every bead of sweat, every tear, every drop of blood, any and everything that we can do for our family members. That's definitely priority. But God is actually the few behind it for me because there are times where I just literally feel like I don't have anything left. And he always recharges me. So he's, I don't know if he's a motivator, he's more the than source. the source, yeah. right? He's the source that helps me get my motivation in, in gear. And as it relates to money, let's talk about the biggest savings goal that you have in place for yourself personally or revenue goal. And I, I, I heard you all talk about multi-million dollar business. So do you have a specific revenue goal in for the furlough cheesecake? I don't want to limit us by a goal per se. I would I, I want everything that we're supposed to get for this business. I, I don't want to box us in, but we hope to be be taken care of as a family. And then we also hope to be able to have enough to share, to be able to help other entrepreneurs to get their things started. So we need enough for us and enough to give. So right. I don't want to box that in. And I, I would say debt free. So okay. that revenue goal will include not creating debt and being a source for others to be able to start and to build. Whatever that number looks like, it will always fluctuate based on our current times. And, and increase with the zeros. Exactly. Yeah. But that, what, when I said a multi-million dollar company, I definitely would love to be in that space within a year debt-free. And that is above and beyond our business operating budget. So yeah, we're aiming high and we're hoping to be able to be an example, a beacon and a source for other people in the community. 
Awesome. The last, when we focus on, on milestones, uh, what would you say is, is one of the biggest milestones that you all achieved? I already know the answer to this one. <laughs> I feel like so I know the, the milestone that we achieved um, yes. so far. Yes. Having our own store. I knew Being it. It's <laughs> called the National Harbor Home for the Furlough Cheesecake. I think that's a, a huge milestone as far as the business is concerned. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So thank you ladies so much for participating in in the milestones, motivation, money questions. And so for those listening, where can they find you all online and your physical store location? Our website is the furloughcheesecake.com. People can find us on socials at the furlough cake. If they just Google the furlough cheesecake, everything will come up for them there. And our physical address is 170 American Way in the National Harbor. So that's Oxen Hill, Maryland, 20745. So if you come to the National Harbor and you see the Ferris wheel, the National wheel, the Capitol wheel, then just come on up the stairs, keep walking straight, and you'll run into our store. Awesome. Amazing. You guys, make sure you check out the furlough cheesecake, place an order. If you're in that particular area, D.C., Maryland area, stop by and give Nikki and Jackie a shout. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure having you to refocus on where you all are within your business. And I'm so happy for you. So congratulations on everything. Thanks, Angel. Thank you so much for having us. All right, here we are at the end of the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you haven't already subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you share. If you would like to check out the article where I interviewed Nikki and Jackie last year, it's available on blackenterprise.com under Angel Radcliffe. So all of my articles are there. Make sure you visit their website, thefurloughcheesecake.com and order some delicious cheesecake. I'll see you guys on the next Thanks for listening. Stay connected with Angel online on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss RMBA. That's M-I-S-S-R-M-B-A. Be sure to subscribe and review. Join us next time as we continue to empower you through milestones, motivation, and money.